Hello. This is Megan with Green Clean Machine, and here we grow slow. It's our fourth episode, and it's Monday, and we're here with Kristen Thiessen. I am so, so happy, as always, but especially happy that you decided to join us today. Kristen, thank you for coming, and please introduce yourself. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. I am honored to be here. So cool. Um, Yeah, so I'm Kristen Thiessen. I am the founder and owner and creative behind Honey Fiber Co. Um, It's a small handmade uh, wearables and home decor brand. I crochet and knit um, items, like I said, for your home and also for your body, hats, scarves, gloves, the beanies, headbands, um, crochet tops. Um, I make all kinds of goodies for your house as well. And um, just got started last year. So it's just been not even a year and a half since I got started with Honey Fiber Co. That's, that's me. Amazing. And I do have some of your lovely scrunchies, one in which you gave to me, which I cherish forever. And I wear it all the time. I wear it, I think, a little too much. Um, it's starting to kind of unravel because I wear it pretty much every single day. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. You're very welcome. Good to know. I, I have plenty. I will send you another. Very nice of you. Oh, you are so sweet. And I just, I love the colors. Um, your Instagram, by the way, is just, I mean, people go gaga over it when I show them because I love the colors on your Instagram. It's just so bright and warm and just cheery it just it makes you smile and you just do a brilliant job um so i love that your company honey fiber company is a company that gives back you support several charitable organizations so let's do this i want you to tell me what inspired you to start your business and tell us a little bit more about the charitable donations and why you love impacting the lives of our neighbors in the San Luis Obispo and Santa Barbara County. Yeah, so I um, I got started crocheting when I was about 20 or 21. Um, this was like before the YouTube days, and so I really had to like teach myself. Um, I just picked up a book and a hook and some yarn and started teaching myself to crochet, just really basic stuff, you know, single stitch, um, scars and stuff like that. Um, but pretty soon after I started crocheting, people started asking me like, Oh, I love that. Could you make me that I would pay you for it? And I was like, really? Um, and so just with them, <laughs> that's cool, isn't it? it? It really is cool. And you're like, huh, never thought of that. So, um, probably within about, I don't know, six months or something, I had people that were purchasing items, little things, um, for family members as gifts and things like that. And that was really exciting. I didn't do too many sales. I didn't really feel like I was super confident and I, I felt like my skills were pretty limited, Um, So it wasn't something that I pursued, but if somebody offered or, you know, came along and said, hey, I'll buy that, I certainly went for it. Um, I kind of went crazy with crochet for a while and then gave it up for a few years. Um, I just, so much yarn. I have so much, so, so much yarn. (laughs) And what was like at the point where I'm like, what am I going to do with all this stuff that I'm making? And, 
you know, everybody in my life has already received uh, something handmade by me. And so now it's all just sitting in my closet. So I stopped for a while. Um, and then um, a couple of years ago, I um, got a new job working for a Christian ministry. And um, that is when things really kind of picked back up with crochet for me. Um, I got saved and became a Christian. And um, all of a sudden, I just had all this stuff on my heart that I I just felt like I cared so much more about what was going on around me and my community and seeing that people were hurting and needing help. And um, just my heart kind of really got soft for, for my community. And um, I had this crazy idea for a nonprofit and it kind of came to me all overnight. I just started like making plans for it and, you know, writing copy for it and how would I do it and what would I do? Um, and then looking into like, how do you start a nonprofit just kind of like put me on pause. Cause I realized that's a really big venture. Um, yeah, you know, you need a board and you need this and you need that. And I just didn't feel like I could, um, I could do that. Um, but at the same time, I also had a really good friend who after years of wanting to start a business, and coming up with really creative ideas, she finally decided she was going to launch one and she was really going to do it. And that really inspired me because um, I had started crocheting again to say, well, like maybe I could, you know, start a business too. Um, yeah. Kind of chicken to do that um, until I realized that m- maybe I could create a business that wasn't all about me, but I could use this and a gift that I had to um, give back to the community that I wanted to support. Um, and then I could do that by donating proceeds to the charities that were already in existence, doing the things that I really felt in my heart I wanted to do for my community. So that is how the business kind of came together. Um, and I would say that the whole, like, the whole reason that I give back is because um, it really came from just like a, a change in my own heart um and a seeking a way to combine like the skill and passion that I had with um you know my desire to to bless other people the way that I was feeling really blessed in my own life that's just absolutely beautiful and that feeling that you get from being able to do that to give the gifts that you have whether it's food some people enjoy making food for others or working at the food bank or um you know volunteering at your other community uh, projects it just it gives your life an additional meaning you didn't know that could exist yeah so by you using your creativity which is another really super important part about just existing as a human person is using your creativity, not only for yourself, but for your community. Holy crap. That's amazing. I, I'm so grateful that you are here in our little community because this is something that everybody needs to know about. Are you listening people? (laughs) We need to know about this because it's community that keeps, it keeps us healthy. It keeps our people in our area healthy. They feel loved. They feel heard. Mm-hmm. And gosh darn it, if it's crocheting, bring it on. Do more of it. Yeah. So, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that. 
um, any other tips for people who were in your position where you're going, I don't know if I can do this. You know, it, it, this is a lot of work. This, I don't know if I have the skills. I feel mm-hmm. personally me. I'm sure you definitely have the skills. Trust me. I've seen your stuff. It's beautiful. Thank you. So, um, but for me, it was imposter syndrome. I felt like I'm not a business owner. I don't know what I'm doing. What was it for you? Yeah, um, that was definitely part of it. Um, starting a business can be really overwhelming. It's like, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that you got to do. At least that's what my thought was. Is there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff I have to do before I can even launch this thing. And a common habit of mine is like, I need all the pieces or I want all the pieces in order first. I want yes. so all the Me too. All the questions, (laughs) you know, I want to be able to assuage myself of all the fears and say, okay, if this comes up, I'll do this type of thing before I kind of launch out there. And that's just kind of not possible with, um, with some things in life. And for me and, you know, starting a business, that was definitely something that just wasn't going to be possible. And so I just started thinking, like making a list of like, okay, what are the things I know for sure I need to do in order to make this happen? And I'm just going to start, like, tackling one little thing at a time. Yeah. And, you know, it was still a longer process than maybe I could have appreciated because it was, like, every time I put something on the list, I realized that in order to get that done, I had to do, other, like, five other things first. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was frustrating and definitely, like, took me off course a little bit here and there. But, um Another thing that really, I think, stalled me from starting was this idea, maybe it's like an imposter syndrome thing, um, but like not feeling like, yeah, yeah, imposter syndrome, like my stuff's not, Mm -hmm. is anybody really going to want to like buy this stuff? What if my style isn't what's like cool and what people are into? Um, You know, how will I figure out my pricing and that sort of thing? Um, and then also feeling just like a twinge of like this, I, um, can this all be for me? Like, I don't, I always said like, oh, I would just, and I would, cause I love to crochet. I would just like give it all away if I could, if I could just, if I had endless amounts of money and I could just make all this stuff and then give it to people. I love to gift people things and I love to see them light up and, oh, this is so beautiful and all that. So there was also this thing of like, I don't want to take money for this or maybe I don't deserve to take money for this or whatever you know and so I think that that is part of um, what also made me feel really great in saying like oh my gosh I can give the proceeds I can I can use this it doesn't have to all be about me Um, I can actually give something away by using this skill and this passion that I that I have yes and that Everything that you just said was all about that uh, feeling your value in your in your product, which and I can totally tell that from you that you would be the person to spend hours making this beautiful piece of um, art, whether it's for your hair or your body or your home, mm-hmm. and the joy that you would get from just seeing it hung up in someone's home or wearing it out in public, that's payment enough. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the smiles and the, the good, warm, fuzzy feeling in your heart. But 
for a company or a business to be successful, we do have to find the value in ourselves because I am right there with you, girl. I used to clean houses for free because someone couldn't afford it. And I felt horrible, but knowing that they had a nice clean home to come to, that that made me happy. But then all of a sudden I'm like, uh, I gotta pay my bills. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that's part of it too. Um your your journey on this, you're still kind of in that process of getting to the next level. So what is the next level? What are your big plans and what are your small plans or long term, short term goals? Yeah, that's a really good question. I'm definitely um, kind of in this space of um, year one came at such an amazing time. The whole pandemic thing was like, it's almost like all the stalling was for, you know, God's good purpose because right? I launched yeah. like the week that we went into shutdown. Um, and I think that for most people, launching a business then is not necessarily ideal, but I ended up out of work for almost the entire year. Um, I was really blessed to still be getting paid while I was out of work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had all of this time and all of these ideas and all of this like desire to get the thing started. And I just had all the time in the world to work on it. I had time to crochet all day and all night if I wanted to, um, I had had the time to figure out like what to do about social media, how to make that work. Very sweet compliment that you like my Instagram because believe me, I was fraught over that for, I don't know how long. Uh, Well, it, that frotting worked out quite well. The the angst and anxiety about that. Yes. Um, but, But yeah, it all like kind of came together. And so now in this second year, Um, I've experienced for the first time this sort of like summertime lull where sales have not been the way that they were when I first launched. Um, And then sitting back and saying, okay, like what was the original vision? Where have we gone so far? And now that life is back to um, a normal that I haven't known before because I haven't been running this business and working, it's kind of trying to put that puzzle together and and looking at where we're going. one thing that I really love is doing markets. And so I'm really looking forward to like the whole face to face and, you know, making product and then getting out there and talking to people and introducing them to the brand and selling, you know, hand to hand that way. Um, So that's something I'm looking forward to a lot Um, in the future, long-term and in the short term, I have some markets and stuff coming up. Yay. Yeah, that's, that's so exciting. Great. And I'm so, I feel so lucky that I got to meet you and give you a, don't tell anybody, a COVID hug yeah. Um, yeah. before the end of last year. I just, yeah. I, I feel like that, that little event that um, Juju and Sandra put on at the Creative in Pismo Beach, that really filled my heart for that year because being in person just giving out hugs and I'm, I'm truly not a huggy person. Like I can give you one hug and I'm like, okay, that's enough. Don't touch yeah. me. But like, I just could not get enough. And seeing people with their goods that they've made, that they're so proud of, it just, you can't help but feel proud of those yeah. people yourself. So yeah, um, that was a lovely event that they put on. I can't wait for more. I can't wait. 
looking forward to it too. They are an awesome uh, venue to host and they're great people and they bring together great, great crowds as well. So that's they so cool. Do. So what is your next, where are we going to be able to see you next? What's your next big place that you're going to? Well, I'm definitely looking to filling in the summer months with some um, markets. At this time, I am looking forward to doing the makeshift muse uh, market that's going to be happening up in Pasto at the end of August. I think that's like the 29th or 30th of August. Okay. Um, so that is really something that I'm like ramping up toward. Um, I also, the San Francisco Guide is a great group of people that are on Instagram and they are partnering with the natural toolbox to do a little market, um, at the Pismo beach, um, outlets. And so I am, that's on my radar. I'm trying to look at the schedule and see if I can put that in and stuff. So, um, just keeping an eye out for markets and stuff. And then in the meantime, I really have a goal long-term to, um, teach other people who are curious about crochet and how to get started and creating tutorials and patterns and stuff like that. That's a really big um, long-term goal for me. Ooh, that sounds really great. So that is something where people can find your tutorials on YouTube or wherever, and um, you could maybe give out personal classes. I think in-person classes would be kind of fun. Yeah, and that's something we've discussed with the creative, is doing some classes and and teaching people how to do it one-on-one with I would love that. I love to teach people. I love that. I love you. Cute. That is really going to work out well. And I think, I mean, this is me personally, but I think people are kind of itching to get in person and Mm -hmm. do stuff together. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something I think that's more short term. If you really want to get that rocking and rolling, I think that'd be really great. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not, I'm not good with that kind of stuff. I, (laughs) don't even try like I just enjoy the end result I I've tried to crochet and I just get mad and I throw the sticks across the room (laughs) (laughs) let me do a little little disclaimer here so the two sticks is knitting oh see I don't even know I know and so but two I also I started off as a knitter very slow very not good at it did not last long at all and then I came across crochet which is one hook and that is so much easier, in my opinion. There's, you know, all the knitters across the world will be like, knitting is so much easier. But in my opinion, crocheting is way easier. And so there might be hope for you yet. You oh, give it a well, try. I might just have to give crocheting a try. Mother, if you're listening, don't judge me. You tried to teach me so many times. <laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah. hey, you know, different seasons. It might work out this time around. Yeah, different teachers, you know. You never know. That's true. Yeah. So I want to hear, big drum roll, tell us something that is kind of like a random fact about yourself or a fun fact that you want people to know about you as a person. All right. Well, let's see. Um, A random fact about me. My dad was born and raised in Zimbabwe, Africa, and came to the United States in the seventies and is a, he loves to travel and just go all over. And so as a kid, we moved every like year and a half, two years as I was growing up. Um, I think I went to like, let's see, uh, two or three different elementary schools. I went to two junior highs. 
and I went to one high school, um, and then I moved for college and then came back. So I've done a lot of moving in my life, and um, there's only a handful of people in my life I can say, I've known her for 15 years, for 20 years, because I've been so many places all over the place. Wow. That's kind of random. That's incredible. I mean, what what a childhood to grow up and you get to experience so many different cultures and people and food and, mm. and just everything. That's that's amazing. But also it's kind of like, you know, you have, you, do you think you might have that uh, spirit of the nomad where you just like, okay, I'm ready to move somewhere else now? Or do you enjoy living here on the Central Coast? You know, it's definitely been an evolving thing. When we got here to the Central Coast, I was going into seventh grade so that would have been my second uh junior high that I was coming into um and after like I think my freshman year of high school I was like we have got to go like it's been (laughs) two and a half years or whatever like when are we moving um and we weren't going to move because my parents bought a business here on the coast and that's how we ended up here in the first place um so that was really an adjustment of this like you know settling in type of thing um and then I left after high school I really wanted to get out of the central coast because for most high schoolers we're like it's so boring here there's nothing going on and you know I gotta get out and so I did I left and I came back and um, I've been back for a long time and I love the central coast dearly I love California um not for all reasons, but for some specific reasons. Of course, yeah. And, um, and so I, I really am enjoying being here. I live in Orchid now, and it's gorgeous, and it's awesome. Um, but I, my heart is definitely still open to going out and about. I have family in Arizona. I've got family in North Carolina. I've got family all over the place. And so I'm totally open to the possibility of um, taking things elsewhere. Yeah, and adventuring. I mean, yeah. you've got that spirit of adventure, which I totally, I have it right there with you. I like, I love it here. This is my home now, even though I'm not. I was born and raised in Northern Illinois, but um, I feel so much more connected to this community than I ever have. But that doesn't mean yeah, I want to go out and adventure. Yep, you could get connected to another community in Illinois. That's right. Um, I, I think that's so awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that information with us. And it's just, it helps us to paint a picture of the beautiful Kristen. So, uh, before we head out, I want you to tell everybody how to find you, what the best way to connect with you is, what your website is, any information that you want to give them so that they know where you are and they can meet you and buy your lovely goodies. Yeah. Well, you can certainly find me on Instagram. I'm at honeyfiberco.com. So H-O-N-E-Y-F-I-B-E-R-C-O.com. And also honeyfiberco on Instagram as well. Um, You can also find me at markets. Like I said, I'll be at Makeshift Muse um, up in Paso at the end of August. Um, I may be at, um, hopefully I'll be at Locally Made this December as well. Um, and you can always email me, hello at honeyfiberco.com. And I'm just, you know, walking around town. So if you spot me, say hello. I will. And I love Orchid. And I'm down there quite often enough. So you oh, can find me down there. Yeah, let me know. We'll get coffee or something. Oh, yes, please. All right. 
All right, you guys. This was Kristen Thiessen. I, I said your last name right, right? You did. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, Honey Fiber Co., please check her out. This was the fourth episode of Here We Grow Slow, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Thank you.